Welcome to Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell, bringing you the latest information for families seeking to adopt, adoptees, and women considering placing a child for adoption. Now, with today's program, here is Marty Caldwell. Well, thank you for joining us today, and our topic today is organizing tips for parents of children with ADD and ADHD, helping our kids get organized, and also ourselves. So we've got a great guest for us um, today on the show that will have lots of helpful tips, so make sure you have a paper and pencil out there and uh, or your keyboard and take some notes on some um, organizing tips that will help us all. Also, visit our site at letstalkadoption.com and uh, sign up for our weekly show reminder. You'll find out um, when shows will be airing, what topics will be there, and uh, they're very helpful. Lots of resources for you, too. If you have questions, send them to me at info at letstalkadoption.com. Today in the studio, Holly Graff is with us. She's a professional organizer and productivity consultant. She owns HR Associates Clutter Control Angels. I love that name in Sacramento, California area. And Holly is an expert in chronic disorganization and adoptive parent of a very creative daughter with ADHD also, so she understands adoption. She is a certified teacher for parent-to-parent family training on ADHD and a chapter coordinator for CHAD. And CHAD stands for Children and Adults with Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder. It's a national organization that provides education and support for individuals and families with ADHD. So welcome to the show, Holly. Thank you, Marty. Well, it's a wonderful pleasure to have you here, and um, you know, I you have been so helpful to so many people with, um, you know, getting organized. And right now, we're getting to spring, and people are really thinking about getting their home organized, their life. And kids are going to be out of school soon, and we want to help our children as much as possible feel organized and get organized too. Um, you know, some people may not be aware of the term ADHD or ADD. Can you share briefly what that stands for? Yes, and there's been so many different. You know, is it attention deficit disorder? Is it ADD, ADHD, AD slash HD? And I think through, you know, about 100 years they've gone back. Mm -hmm. And really the term right now is AD slash HD, which covers all of them. I see. And the the different types. And it it comes from the the doctor uh, manual for the diagnostic statistical manual Mm -hmm. that's put together by the American Psychiatric Association. I see. And um, what it encompasses is three types of attention deficit hyperactivity Mm -hmm. disorder. And one is hyperactivity, Mm -hmm. one is inattentive, Mm -hmm. and the other one is a combined. So Mm -hmm. we have a combined of both of them, too. And and you mentioned, too, before the show that, you know, so many of us have little bits and pieces of of this where we're scattered at times, it's organized, and and have a difficult time focusing because our life is so much busier. Right. Share with us. Lives right now are 24 by 7. It Mm -hmm. wasn't just where... You know, the eight to five job, you came home and the whole family was around the the kitchen table and Mm -hmm. had dinner at a certain time. Kids are off playing so many different sports, activities. Everybody's into everything. Your work comes home, your cell phone's 24 by 7. So it's, you know, the Dr. Edward Hollowell, who has written, um, been in the um, ADHD field for about 20 years, He's got some books out, Driven to Distraction, a crazy mm-hmm. busy he just came out with now. Mm-hmm. And he said there's ADT, attention deficit trait, which has nothing to do with attention deficit. But mm-hmm. we're multi, uh, multitasking so much now that mm-hmm. we really can't literally, I mean, besides watching TV and maybe doing something, but to be two projects writing, it's too hard to do. Well, and kids are always with the iPods and, right? they've, got, and they've got their instant messaging each other while they're sitting in, in, in uh, concerts. 
it's amazing. So we're really, our kids are multitasking and, right. and life can be pretty crazy. So it really can, you know, so. you have a real passion for teaching children and adults how to improve and implement organizational skills that are helpful to them personally. And I know that you've helped me, which has been wonderful. And, um, you know, we want to really have our kids focus um, on the important aspects of their life uh, at home and school and business later on when they're older and their business too. And, and building those skills early on, I think are really important. And uh, we'll be giving you out information to our listeners on how you can reach Holly about, you know, some of her services too, if you'd like later on. And, and again, again, books and, and reports she has and articles. She's written a number of articles about uh, this topic. Is this something you find that children suffer from? You know, we talked about how our life has changed, but kids that are disorganized, I mean, we walk into a room and we go, oh my gosh, would you clean up this room? And they look at us like we're asking them to speak French and they don't speak French. You know, what can we do to help our kids when when that happens? And, and are all kids suffer a little bit from this? I think just, um, you know, disorganized, just being disorganized in general, you don't have to be attention deficit disorder right. either. I think there's just regular teenage years you go through. And, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, we get classes in math or English. Mm-hmm. We don't get classes in organizing. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, you know, depending. And, you know, one of the one of the things I always stress, too, is like when uh, parents will say, just go clean your room. Mm-hmm. You know, when they look at that room, it is huge. It's like creating world peace. <laughs> yes. Maybe that's easier. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but it's really breaking it down to small parts mm-hmm. and just say you know um can you just pick up the books go pick mm-hmm. up the books it's maybe a five ten minute thing mm-hmm. something really easy and specific or just right. go pick up the clothes on the floor or you said even one time just pick up the jeans just put your jeans right. away in your room and real specific type um things that we can give our kids because you're right we just say clean up the room and that's like you know clean the yard up and then they don't do it the way we want it so then we they feel like they failed right and my daughter i'd tell her clean a room saturday morning two to three hours she'd be there and i mean you could come back in an hour and she didn't really even know what was mm-hmm. what to do so it's breaking it up into small parts anything any project mm-hmm. anything and that's really key too right are, so the challenges that children with add hd have are that is focusing and um, what else other challenges would they have in, in that area? Just and sometimes it's um, not the lack of attention; it's mm-hmm. the um, ability to put the attention on one specific area too. Mm-hmm. So if they're really excited about an area, some people say, "Well, how can they be so attentive in one area but not in another area?" Right, like playing Nintendo or playing with right. the, the Game Boy. That's right, and that could be with anyone. Mm-hmm. And, but you know, we might have filing projects to do, but it's boring. But mm-hmm. we just force ourselves to do it, and we stay there. But right. they're it's really lacking in that area. Do you use so. timers? Do you think timers help? Timers are great. Mm-hmm. So know? little, little uh, the timers, the white timers you can get in the grocery store. Right. Or there's even a company called timetimer.com, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and it doesn't have the ticking noise. Sometimes mm. the ticking noise or the alarms, you yes. know, people, they startle, or they don't really care for that. But it just has a face that's white. When mm-hmm. you turn it over to half an hour, it turns red. So they mm-hmm. just see the red color going down. It's, and not the noise, so they don't right. feel like they're anxious, because that does drive right. a lot of It's great for crazy. children or adults, even at their desk, mm-hmm. or it's quiet, and it, you know, a lot so of color. 30 I use, minutes. Yeah, color is really important. You do color. use a lot of color. Color, variety, mm-hmm. index cards. You mm-hmm. know, that's one thing that's always, I've noticed with children, they love the neon colors. Right. And for spelling words, it can mm-hmm. put something on the back, something on the front, or put what area of the room they want to work on, or right. a project for school to get organized, to clean their backpack. Right. And I think you had mentioned, too, just getting uh, one of those little Lucite frames and put on the front of it the one thing they're going to focus on. So they try to get, dis- they get distracted. They go back and look and say, I am, I'm only cleaning the putting the clothes away it's on my bed and under my bed and on the right. counters and, the, and and around and just putting my clothes away that's all you're going to do right or the colored sticky notes and they mm-hmm. could stick it right by a door so they mm-hmm. know 
for 20 minutes, they're just going to stay in this area. Right. And if they try to leave, they see that make it, maybe it keeps them back on focus. Right. And back my into daughter the area. loves those. My 13-year-old, she absolutely loves them. Can a child outgrow ADHD? Um, no, but really with coping skills, like mm-hmm. a, lot, a lot of adults are finding they have it now because maybe their child was diagnosed mm-hmm. with it and they've always thought, well, maybe that's why I have these tendencies, mm-hmm. but you have coping skills right? that, you know, as you get it, you might be more hyperactive when you were younger, but you get more, uh, maybe you have a little more risk taking when you get older, mm-hmm. but it, it, you know, and you, you have coping ways and you've figured out how to do it with your, mm-hmm. your method. It right. might be not everybody else's method, but the one thing that works for you is great. Right, and that's why so. there isn't a one-size-fits-all in this either. Um, right. You really need to uh, specialize, and that's what I like about what you do is because you really work with the individual and really do a complete um, you know, analysis at the very beginning to really help that person and saying you must fit into the square box. Right. And then you have failure at the very beginning you know, before they even start, which is frustrating too. So I enjoy that about the way you've uh, set up your whole program. Why do those with ADHD struggle to pay attention on focusing and keeping the rooms clean and picked up? I mean, is it because they've got too much in their room or there's too much going on in their life or is it because? Sometimes it's just, um, you know, maybe a parent wants them to do it their way. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that same thing, the, the square peg and a round mm-hmm. circle isn't going mm-hmm. to work for them mm-hmm. too. So that I, always, I always tell parents too that not only do you want your child to change, just mm-hmm. like as there's different personality styles, there's different mm-hmm. organizing styles. There's right. maybe the stacker mm-hmm. or the piler. Right. And let's go with that and let's look. Maybe they need more shelving mm-hmm. versus hanging. And that's hard too because if you've got two children sharing a room and one is really messy and one's really clean or they have different learning styles. Right. And you really have to stop as a parent, I guess, and, and say this child learns this way. You know, I mean, there are some kids you can just look at with a stern face and they just crumble and others that you'll have to chase them around and, and give them time out or a paddle <laughs> on their bottom and that's they it, and they still don't respond. So I think right. the same thing happens with, with um, organizing and I think that's really great for kids because then you're really listening to what their needs are and helping them, you know, with that too. Right. And, and one of the things too is that it's found, you know, you know, a lot in school too, uh, some children with attention deficit disorder too, they'll say, oh, they're daydreaming all the time. Mm-hmm. They're not paying attention. You know, mm-hmm. try harder, try harder. They are trying the hardest they can. Mm-hmm. By saying that doesn't make them try any harder, but it's, you know, changing the questions around. So like even in the room, how do you think we could get those uh, clothes picked up and where could they go? Mm-hmm. And because they are great brainstormers, they, they are. are creative thinkers. Mm-hmm. They think outside the box and mm-hmm. maybe they'll think, well, you know, it's too hard for me. It's too tall for me to hang those up mm-hmm. or to get them up, up on that tall shelf or the the drawers are too sticky. They don't mm-hmm. slide real open. So you, 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 so know? you can come up and, and, and get them a step stool or get wax on the drawers I right. mean, uh, paraffin and, and help them. So that really listening. So changing the questions we ask, writing, right? Right. Let the them right be questions. involved in, in mm-hmm. the, the, um, the conclusion of the solution. Mm-hmm. The too. solution to it too. So for kids that keep falling back in the same old rut of being scattered and focused, you know, you mentioned uh, you know, taking the, the colorful three-by-five cars. You can get any, you know, super um, office supply store. Right. What are a few other things that we can do to help our kids, especially as they come now home from school and they're starting to look at summer uh, and they're going to need to be home all summer long? How can we help them get into a pattern and, uh, and what can they do? Uh, you know, one place is establish a certain place where certain items go. So, like, even establishing it for, like, the next, mm-hmm. starting next fall for school. Like, okay, your books and notebooks, give them a certain area. Right. They love that. I have found that more, you know, it was always the counter on the kitchen or the table. Mm-hmm. But 
get a little uh, shelf area. You know, mm-hmm. you can get some pretty inexpensive ones now at Walmart or right. different places and label it, put their name on it. Right. And they just love that. They like, okay, books go here and mm-hmm. they've got their little, maybe put some extra supplies there for pencils. Right. One thing I really love for binders now, they're a poly transparent tabs. Yes. They've got right. pockets in the front and the back. It's real hard you for, you know, for some children. One thing I noticed, my daughter, she'd come home and all the papers were hanging out of the notebook, mm-hmm. you know, and they... And when you go back to, that's their portable office at school. Yes. They're in and out six times if they are mm-hmm. in a junior high or high mm-hmm. school. And the paper, I noticed um, some of the line paper was just ripping because I thought she mm-hmm. wasn't putting it in. Well, I have found now at some of the supplies, they have reinforced on the side. That's great. And it's either the um, college ruled or the, mm-hmm. um, you know, the thicker lines, too, right. for the younger kids, too. But then they, they could just put in the front anything in incoming there and then mm-hmm. back to the school goes in the other pocket. And I find, too, when you leave the tools for them, they really want them. Right, you they know, do. Because they do want to be organized. They want to try it. And that's the guys and the girls, too. And they so want some structure. Mm-hmm. They really need that, too. Um, how can we keep them motivated to stay on task? I mean, do you give treats? Do you give, um, you know, let's go out and have an ice cream. Let's go out and um, do something fun. What What do you do to help keep kids motivated? Yeah, that's a great, great um, idea there, too. And one of the things, too, is, is make some, some rewards that are um, – that they can have that they know, but you don't want to make it so complicated. I've seen mm-hmm. some things where they're so complicated. Parents will put up a chore sheet and you've mm-hmm. got to put all different kinds of stickers and different things, but just put something really easy up with their name. Things are responsible mm-hmm. for each day. They check it off. They're responsible. And you make it where the end of the week. So it's mm-hmm. not a month goes yes. by, but then there's some, some kind of treat that you can, you know, what do they love to do? Is it right. um, go get a book somewhere or right. a family time? They get to pick out mm-hmm. the restaurant, something. Yeah. You know, and that reminds together. me, we did this a few years back. My daughter, I took one of those little mugs and it had a, a cup on the top of it and I had her fill out 20 things that she liked and I approved them all, cut them up, fold them in half and put them inside there. And so when she finished a treat, she could shake it up and she could reach inside of it and pull out a treat that she had already chosen she'd like to do, and that was her. So she was totally surprised. It was like pulling a, a, a name from a hat. And then that I had to fall through with it. Okay, we get to go, and you get to get, you know, a, a new, like I said, go to the library, have lunch with mom, go to the movie, um, you know, that mom will polish your shoes for you, uh, something funny, uh, I'll brush your hair, um, you know, things that she really wanted to have done. And um, we carry that mug around, and we had to avoid people putting coffee in it. <laughs> but um, that was something that we wanted her to do. So that was what we did when she was about 11. And, and I think it helped for a few years, and then they get older, things right. change. And but, that's a great idea because one of the things, mm-hmm. too, is is keeping ahead of them, too, keeping yeah. it challenging, keeping it fun, something mm-hmm. different. And, you know, you want to change things. Every, I mean, something's going great. You know it's not going to last too much longer. Exactly. It's they grow time, out of it. Right. And they just change it. it just a little bit, you know. That's right. And, so. it's, and it's helping getting our spouses organized. Right. <laughs> We've got to figure out treats for them, but too. But though, that is an excellent idea. Love that. Well, good. And, you know, we're going to take a break right now. When we come back, we're going to share some more great ideas on helping our kids get organized and tips for parents with um, children with ADD and HD and actually for ourselves, too. So we'll be right back after this quick commercial break. Mm-hmm. 
On my 18th birthday, I made a decision that would affect me forever. I chose life for my baby. I wasn't ready to be a mom or even to change my dreams of being a singer. Many of my friends offered to help me end my pregnancy. But then I learned about another option that provides a beautiful life for my baby, adoption. I was able to choose my son's parents and even meet them at the hospital. They love him so much and he's an answer to their prayers. I get emails and pictures from them. I even travel to visit my son each year. He has wonderful parents, an awesome life, and a solid future. Everything I wanted for him. And now, I've even moved to Nashville to follow my dreams. I chose life. I chose adoption. Open adoption means you make the choices. Choose the adoptive family, how much contact you want, and how you want the adoption to happen. To learn more about adoption, call 1-800-923-6784 or visit LifetimeAdoption.com. You can speak with a compassionate counselor confidentially, 24 hours a day. Call Lifetime at 1-800-923-6784. Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell, and this is KFIA's AM 710. If you just joined us, um, we are doing a program right now sharing organizational tips for parents of children with ADD and ADHD and how we can help them get organized. Uh, my guest is Holly Graff, a professional organizer and adoptive mother of a teenage daughter um, that uh, is very creative, and she also is um, uh, ADHD, so like many of us, many of our children, um, before we get back to our topic, I want to mention an adoption resource for adoptive parents. Uh, the book I wrote, AdoptingOnline.com, is for hopeful adoptive parents. It is um, available in bookstores and online. has lots of resources to help you get organized in your adoption search and, and help you success, be successful in your adoption. So if you have questions, uh, you can email us at info at letstalkadoption.com or visit the site adoptingonline.com. So Holly, um, before we left, we were sharing some tips um, for people to help, you know, get our kids um, organized and, and, um, and go in there. You know, there are organizations that are available to help also people um, that have um, ADHD and ADD. Um, Chad is one of them too. Um, and I know you're um, involved with Chad heavily in the Sacramento area. Can you share a little bit about that? Because there, there are groups across the United States and probably across the world and they have a website. Can you share a little bit about what that does and how that can help listeners? Right. Uh, Chad is uh, a ar- nonprofit organization, mm-hmm. and um, they have they do research. They're one of the you know um, leading research. They make sure to get things to Congress to make mm-hmm. sure there's you know things you know just research um, education. Mm-hmm. There's free fact sheets on the website that people can go to as a member. You get a resource book, mm-hmm. and there, there's you know we have support groups. We have a meeting once a month, and we're, for the summer we're off, but we have you know we have guest speakers that come on and all they different can, areas. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and actually on your site, I'm going to send people over to your site if you would like to get that those free reports and things like that. Right. Uh, it's Clutter Control Angels with an S dot com. So C L U T T E R. C-O-N-T-R-O-L-L, and then angels, A-N-G-E-L-S.com. And I'm going to give out your website. If anybody would like to speak to you um, or have you come and speak, I know you do a lot of speaking and you're on television quite a bit. It's 916, area code, 284-4064. And so that's for Holly, too. So Chad is C-H-A-D-D, and and again, you have links on your site. Right, um, I do. On the cluttercontrolangels.com, which is great. You know, getting back a little bit, I want to give a few more tips to our listeners on, um, you know, helping our kids um, be successful. There are some strengths of having ADHD, too. Um, can you share a little bit about the strengths that are there? Because yes. Because it's not all negative. And there's so many positive, and I always, I try to call them, instead of um, 
problems with ADD. I call them challenges because mm-hmm. we all have challenges, but challenges. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just doesn't, you know, it just, you know, anyone with ADD, ADHD needs to have all that positive reinforcement too. But they, they have high energy level. They have very mm-hmm. energetic. Mm-hmm. They're um, inspirational. They have a great sense of humor, which they have to have it, you know, mm-hmm. and we all do nowadays. Mm-hmm. But um, fresh viewpoints, um, very creative. You know, a lot of our the people going back now, they're saying like Da Vinci. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things, that, one of the traits is not being able to finish some projects. And mm-hmm. Da Vinci had so many unfinished projects that more than he had finished, you know. Right. Or David Nealman, he's mm-hmm. the CEO of JetBlue mm-hmm. and originally was one of the founders of Southwest Airlines. Wow. He invented the electronic ticketless mm-hmm. ticket wow and hardly made it you know through high school and then got in college went only a couple of years but he had great great ideas and he said so when mm-hmm. i was they told me i was brain or um daydreaming mm-hmm. i was thinking of all these other ideas my right. I, my brain was out there thinking of all these other things you could never imagine mm-hmm. so so it's really very br- brilliant a lot of geniuses oh very have, uh, have been adhd very too, intellectual so. and i think that's really important because it's, a lot of times we label kids which carries on to their future it as does. adults and you know what that really harms them and i I encourage people, I did a show the other day, a men's show, you know, just for men on adoption and really encourage the men listening just not to not to say negative things to our kids because it goes on. And, and if we look back, we all have positive role models and people that really said things that really hurt us. Right. And I think especially with, with this, kids can be successful um, with challenges, as we all can, with a little bit of help. And I think that's really important, too, is to give them that. So as they get older, if we teach them early about how to be organized, and that's why I think... The few tips that we have here have really been helpful. You know, have them focus on one area of their life and see success. Um, give them rewards. Um, if they're, you know, a visual, the, the colored cards are really helpful. Um, and I think give them bits and pieces and not, you know, clean the whole house. They're just right, too overwhelming. Right. And um, so I think that's important, too. Any other little tidbits you can add in here that might help? One thing, too, is when you do give them, like, instead of just saying, oh, that's a great job, is being maybe more specific. Mm. Wow, look at the way that you put all those books together and you did them, Mm -hmm. you know, just all standing up and you put, you know, your stuffed animals at the ends to hold them Your up. Your shoes or, are so organized <laughs> and so straight. It looks like a shoe Instead store. of just saying, wow, that's great. It's just being mm-hmm. more specific. It just makes it, you mm-hmm. know, just more personal. I think so, too. I think so, too. It, because otherwise it's like a mimeograph or a little co- photo- photocopy of something. You really need to personalize to the kid. And I think, too, learning. Um, we're going to do a show real soon on uh, personalities of, of uh, kids, and we just finished one like that. Oh, I really getting to know you know, the personalities of your children and how they respond and how they learn too. Right. Um, you know, there are, um, you're going to work on an organizational book right now. I know that you're working on that. And I am. In 2007, you're hoping to come out with that. Um, so on your website, again, uh, Clutter Control Angels, people can find out more about that, um, about your book coming out, about different chapters of Chad. Chad, are they nationwide, worldwide? They're worldwide. They are. Right so now, yes. people that we have a lot of listeners in 27 other countries and a lot of military families that can really link in and get information. And with the beauty of the Internet, um, they're able to pull down information and get so much, even in remote areas. Right. And I think that's really important, too. Any uh, Anything else you'd like to share as far as tips for um, the rest of the family? You know, mom and dad sometimes get a little bit disorganized. Uh, just briefly, anything at all that you can share, does this work for them too? It, sh- it sure does. The, yeah. You know, sometimes what parents might be so super organized, they think everyone has to be like them too. So they need mm-hmm. to give a little too. Right, right. And, you know, making it creative. Don't expect them to be exactly like them. It's almost like when you have two children, a lot of times people want to compare, but they're different in their own way. That's so right. just 
let them grow in those ways, encourage them, and just, you know, try to, I have to tell myself all the time, too, you know, with my daughter, instead of, just go do it, instead of telling her four times, because really, they're not, after the first time, they haven't heard you anymore. That's right, they they give you out, and my son uh, with ADHD does the same thing to me, and I'm ADHD, so I know, and he just tunes me out, so it's important that we speak to them, um, and at their own level, too. Right. Holly, thank you so much for being on the show. You thank brought you. so much information to so many people, and I'm hoping that this will help so many people get their children started and being successful in organizing. Thank you so much. Thank you for everything you do. Well, thank you. Well, I'm Marty Caldwell, and I'd like to let you know that we'll be with you next week again with another wonderful show. It's been a pleasure to be with you right now. And uh, we've got lots of resources on our site, too, I want to share with you. If you'll go to uh, letstalkadoption.com, you can find out about upcoming shows, some past shows on personalities, as we mentioned earlier. And remember, too, I want to send you back over to Holly's site, uh, which is the um, website where you can get a lot of information and some articles, too. And her site is uh, Clutter. controlangels.com and also her phone number is 916-284-4064. This is Marty Caldwell until next week. God bless you. Have a wonderful week and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for joining us for Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell. For more adoption information, visit LifetimeAdoption.com or call 1-800-923-6784. That's 1-800-9-ADOPT-4. And tune in again next week at the same time for Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell.